You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces, their perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the all-behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We love to travel. Hey, we love our pets. You put the two together and voila, you have a perfect match. The problem is this. Unless you have the patience and time to take your dog or cat by car coast to coast, your options of quickly getting from one part of the country to the other are quite limited and, I may add, expensive and sometimes scary. Until now. On July 14th, a new airline was born, Pet Airways. Its goal, to offer safe and steady flights for dogs and cats in the United States. It's been about a month since the first Pet Airways flight took off, and here to share more is our special guest, Elisa Binder, co-founder of Pet Airways. Hey, Elisa, I know we have to disclose, confess, or joyously announce that I do have a little connection with Pet Airways, so I'm coming out full disclosure for all you listeners. As many of you know, I wear a lot of collars in the pet world, radio show host, magazine editor, and now I'm helping out uh, Pet Airways as a behavior consultant. I even have my very own Pet Airways uniform that I ironed the shirt very nicely and was trained as a pet flight attendant. So I needed to throw that all out there first, but I love teaming up with you, Elisa, and your husband, Dan, and of course, your very inspirational dog, Zoe. So first question right off the bat, which I'm sure you've not been asked ever, why start an airline when the economy is in a nosedive? Because us pet lovers um, and pet parents say there has to be a better way. Mm-hmm. And we want to take our pets with us. And um, there is never a better time than just to do it now because we want them to be able to be transported in a safe, comfortable, and caring environment no matter what's happening. Well, that's very good. I mean, but you know you're doing a pretty gutsy broad move because, uh, you know, starting an airline isn't like, opening up a little deli down the street or selling, you know, products door to door. I mean, these little puppies cost a lot of money. Absolutely. But, you know, it's something that if you believe in something and you're passionate about something, you keep the eye on the ball and you just do it. And you don't even think about anything else but doing what you really believe in. Transporting pets is important. <laughs> well, let's, let's trace back a little bit about you and Dan because you do have some background in helping companies start up, but this is your very first startup. So for our listeners, give us a little background on your uh, if your, your resume, if you will. A little bit. Uh, you mean most recent? Yeah. Prior. Well, uh, Dan and I had a consulting company, and we consulted and recruited for high-tech startup companies. So very true, Arden. We feel really comfortable in the startup community and, and working in startups. And so when we came up with this idea, it wasn't 
unimaginable that we can build something. And so when we said that there was a need um, and we researched that there truly was a need and there wasn't a better choice out there, we said, we're going to build it. And it seems like what you're filling a niche because what I'm seeing is, you know, most commercial airlines at best allow one or two pets in the cabin and they have to be dogs that are tiny or ones that you've already put in the dryer and shrank. I'm just teasing everybody. Chipper's running from my microphone now because she's 60 pounds, not wanting to turn into 20 right now. But Or they're in that really mysterious place called the cargo hold. But there's not like a bunch of dogs and cats on every flight. So you're, it doesn't seem like to me you're actually competing with the big boys of the commercial airlines. Is that right? That is absolutely correct. I mean, we're totally a whole completely different service altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is if your pet is small enough to take them in the cabin with you, you should. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most pets aren't. Or you have multiple pets or they're going long durations. And as you said, if they're bigger, that's not even an option. Mm-hmm. So we are offering a completely different service where the pets actually get to fly in the main cabin, where the pet parent would be able to fly in. That's well-lit, climate-controlled, fresh circulating air, and always a pet attendant watching them at all times. Um, You can't compare the two services. It's just two ways to transport pets. Right. And I think uh, in seeing the first flight on July 14th, the first passenger or passenger, as you call them, was a French bulldog that the, the couple actually took the Queen Mary from France and motored over to uh, New York because as a French bulldog with the punched-in face, he didn't get beat up, but the faces like that, those kinds of breeds have trouble breathing in warm weather, and they're not allowed on, on flights. So they loved their dogs so much they took the uh, Queen Mary to get over here, and then they were flying to New York. So um, it was cool to see this French bulldog pull out of a black Cadillac escapade. Wow, I, I think I want to be their pet. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, you know, with a little driver and everything. I'm like, woo, rock on! I want to be this dog's. Oh, oh no! How about yeah. that, Queen Mary? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but but that showed how much love they had for their pet, and I'm assuming that some of the clients that have booked flights on Pet Airways, not all of them drive Cadillac Escapades with chauffeurs, but the point is. It seems to me that when it comes to our pets, they're a very priceless asset to us. Absolutely, and you're right. I mean, most of our passengers do not come out of a, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's call it a limo or go on the Queen Mary. Most of them are just like us. Our, I mean, we are our own community. We are her mm-hmm. pet parents. We mm-hmm. get it. They're, you know, they're important parts of our lives that you know, add add meaning to our lives. And, of course, we want to take care of them. And by using our service is not ne- necessarily luxury. It's just really taking care of them mm-hmm. and making sure that they're safe and they're comfortable and they're cared for. I mean, everything we do is about safety, care, and comfort. And I don't say that lightly. I mean, every decision we make, everybody we um, that is a part of our team, it's all about that because, you know, we keep going back to our dog Zoe and saying, what would we want for her? How do we feel? And that's really what it's all about. Well, let's talk a little bit about Zoe because I'm in love with Zoe. Zoe <laughs> is the sweetest little Jack Russell I've ever met. And I even got to take her on potty break. So I feel like we've bonded. Let's tell people a little bit about Zoe. What a great little gem of a dog. Uh, Zoe is a really special doll. Zoe is now 17 and a half years old. Happy birthday. <laughs> yes, and she's you know very special. Uh, you know, at, when she was younger, she was a typical gregarious Jack Russell Terrier, 
And, you know, when we got her, you know, always we always wanted to take her with. And when we moved from the San Francisco Bay Area to Florida, we didn't know what to do. And she's a little too big to fit under a seat. Mm-hmm. And so we said there had to be a better way. And we did put her in the cargo hold with much trepidation. And we really didn't want to relegate her to luggage, but we didn't have much of an option. And when she came out on the other side, she just wasn't herself. And as you met her, she's a very sweet dog, and she just was just not herself. And we said, we can't allow other pet parents to feel the same way. I mean, what mm-hmm. can we do to work on this and make it better for the pets and the pet parents? Zoe, like I said, is now 17 and a half years old, and her dream of flying, you know, in a safe <laughs> environment in the main cabin with people who love her and um, pet lovers around is her dream come true. Right. So she, Very good. She is our uh, chief pet executive, and she has to okay everything. <laughs> <laughs> is she asking for a raisin kibble or what? You know. Oh, uh, yes, yes. She's even asking for you know some big biscuits. that's good that's good that's good there's an example you have a golden oldie dog not an old pet a golden dog and I would be beside myself putting a dog of that age in the belly of a plane I mean there's so many things unknown about what's going on in the belly of the plane I, I had to take a trip once with my 60 pound dog Chipper from San Diego to New York and I thought I was doing the best thing I could possibly do because I had a direct nonstop flight so Chipper was only on one plane I was in the plane and but when she came off that uh, conveyor belt it's so funny when they come out the conveyor belt like with all the big bags of golf clubs you just wonder did I do the right thing and they look at you they love you but I guess that's the look you saw right with Zoe absolutely absolutely and you you get this feeling of you know what can I do better you know um, is anybody who would love uh, their pet or, or a loved one um, so uh, we understand and feel the same way and that's why we built and um, have pet airways and and every pet parent we've been talking to um, has been thanking us blessing us and. <laughs> Ready. I mean, I've never gotten so many God bless shoes in my life, which is a wonderful thing. I should be in good, good place right now. And um, it's just been absolutely wonderful and heartwarming. And, you know, every time you say, I'm tired, you, you read this or you get a call or you look at your Facebook and you say, it's worth it. The yeah. pets are worth it and the pet parents get it and appreciate it. And it's just fabulous. Well, you literally just exploded out of the box. If you were a horse in a race right now, you would be like 10 lengths ahead of anybody. I mean, I just did a Google search, and you guys have over 840,000 hits just on the term pet airways. And that was not probably around, say, two years ago. You would have gotten maybe two, right? So It's that, right? Yeah. So explain <laughs> this, this whirlwind tornado that has happened just maybe in the last three months, because I know you're not, you don't get to sleep much, you're in hotel beds all the time, but I have a sense you feel it's worth it. I absolutely do. Um, again, you know, when I said, you know, why did we do it? It's passion. It's, it's something we believe in. We really want pets to be transported safely 
comfortably in a caring environment. And I mean, our, our whole being is around this, uh, both mm-hmm. Dan and uh, myself. And it, it's exciting to know that, you know, first of all, it's, it's the first ever, right? And yeah. so people are like, okay, what's, what's it about, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> and what is this, you know? Is this real? Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. I, you know, I always hoped or prayed that something like this would happen. So I think one, you know, is first... Uh, intrigue, right? And okay. then it's it's more with on the pet parent side going, tell me more. I want to understand this. And we're really transparent. I mean, if you look at our website, everything is there. And, right. you know, and if it's not, then we find those, you know, we hear those questions, we answer them, and we try to put it up there. We really believe in the pet community, and we want to support the pet community, and we want to answer everything. Now, of course, we're getting a little slow because, as you mentioned, you know, many hits. We're a little overwhelmed right now, um, and we're trying to work as quickly as possible to get to everything. It's a little impossible right now, but um, we, we are striving to do that. Um, well, you've got yeah. your priorities straight, too. You're making sure the flights are safe on time, and you're getting people's pets from A to B, right? Absolutely. That's our first priority. And uh, unfortunately, the emails are, are second, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but absolutely, every pet has gotten on a flight, has been happy, has been um, handed over to either the pet parent or a pet loved one or a pet relative, and everything's gone phenomenally well. So you're absolutely right. And so I think it's just a lot of fascination, but um, it's, it's continuous, and um, it hasn't stopped, and it's, it's wonderful and heart. Like, I keep going back to heartwarming because it is. We're humbled by it, um, but we get it because we're one of the, um, the, the community, and we'd go and probably hit on it a million times, too, because it's just, I can't believe it's here. It's, yeah. it's real. Well, Dan, let's talk about Dan's background because uh, Dan, like you, has many talents in being a, a startup, but he, he also knows how to fly a plane. He does. Um, Dan is one of uh, private pilot. Dan also, as a hobby, builds airplanes. So That's a really hobby. <laughs> what a hobby. It's great. I call it his aluminum mistress. Um, so, <laughs> okay. so he gets to spend time with his aluminum mistress, but he's really good at it, and he really understands how airplanes work and how to build them and how to work it. So being, you know, his passions of flying and pets, it was just, uh, you know, a no-brainer, actually excitement to say, let's build this, you know. So both of our talents together, I think it really, we work really well together and really believe in it. And our talents are different that um, he gets the plain side of it and really loves the plain side of it. All right. Well, that sounds good. Well, we're going to learn more about Pet Airways and hear just exactly what these planes are all about and where you can get a flight and which hubs are going to right after we pay for this show by taking this commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Pawfume Dog Grooming and Finishing Spray is proud to be a new sponsor of Pet Life Radio. Pawfume Super Long Lasting Sprays are available in four unique fragrances. Each Pawfume spray is fortified with the finest conditioners and detanglers to make combing out your dog more fun. Pawfume retails for only $2 per 6-ounce bottle. Pawfume is available nationwide at all Dollar General and Family Dollar stores. Why pay more to have your dog smell great? Pawfume, P-A-W-F-U-M-E. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. 
Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host, Pia Silvani, teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a -a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. PetLifeRadio.com All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the All Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're chatting with Elisa Binder. She is the co-founder of Pet Airways. Very easy if you want to learn more. Just go to www.petairways.com. And the first flight took off July 14th from the Republic Airport in Long Island. 
and made stops in Washington, the Baltimore area, Midway and Chicago and on Boulder in Colorado and then uh, in L.A. in California. And they've been going back and forth, back and forth ever since. Elisa, I wanted to ask you, uh, let's talk a little bit about the routes. I know there's a lot of people from different parts of the country. I even hear from people like in Seattle and San Diego and Texas saying, hey, 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 when, what's next? What's up? So what can you share with our listeners as far as the expansion plan? Well, if we do have an expansion plan. We hope to be in 25 cities in the next two years. So we're very aggressive about that. We're really listening to the pet community saying, you know, hey, will you please come here? So, you know, we can tweak and modify our expansion plan based on where the desire is. I mean, we know where the desire is and where we're planning expanding. And, but, you know, it's not, if we're getting such an outcry in a certain area, we can absolutely move them up on the list. Um, we're not ignoring any areas. We're just trying yeah. to first priority is make sure that our flights are safe comfortable and really um, are at our level before we add additional flights, which we'll, we'll be doing in the very near future, and then additional cities. Okay. I know that, you know, who knows, Paducah, Kentucky may be your number one favorite demand city. You never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. And you know what? I, since I have to be on a plane all the time, as you mentioned, and in different hotel rooms, I'm fine. I want to go see all these cities. So it gives me a chance to really get to know them and meet the people and see the United States and, and North America. We're going to have to change your name to Rand McNally, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I always wanted to travel. I always wanted to see the United States. I didn't realize that it would be from hotel room to hotel room, but that's okay. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about the planes because people, I've been asked the same thing at different events, like, what, what kind of plane are you talking about? And so briefly tell us so that the pet parents out there know what their dogs and cats are, are aboard. Right. We picked up Beechcraft 1900s, and they're turboprop planes. They're 19-person passenger planes, or as we say, 50-passenger planes. Okay. Um, They are very dependable, reliable planes. They were the workhorses of most, I'm not saying most, a lot of commercial carriers. In fact, they are in some fleets, some commercial carriers today. So we picked them because, again, safety, dependability. Mm -hmm. So we basically take out all the inside human fittings, the seats, the overhead compartments, and we reconfigure it to put our passengers in. Now, we provide the pet carriers, so we um, then have the size and know the durability of them and can take care of them, and also to make it stress-free on the pet parent having to worry about, oh, is my carrier acceptable? Oh, is it the right size? Oh, is it this? I'm really trying to make it as stress-free as possible, again, for the pet parent and for our passengers. We reconfigure it to put the carriers on the plane and uh, for the pet attendant to be able to walk up and down the aisle checking them every 15 minutes. And there's quite a balancing act. That was one thing your hubby, uh, Dan, taught me was that weight and balance is very important in a plane to make sure it's uh, flying at its most efficient ability. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, when the plane's configured, like any passenger plane, it's configured on, you know, uh, the, the load of the luggage, the load of the passengers. So the same thing with applies to us. All the... Uh, aviation requirements, all of the governmental regulations, I mean, they apply to us and we are very stringent on making sure that we absolutely do everything that we're supposed to do. So we have a lot of rules and regulations overseeing us. 
Now, people are, uh, one thing maybe we need to point out is that most of the time, these planes are not landing at major hubs. So you're not uh, jockeying for a position with a 747 landing, say, at uh, LaGuardia. So how do you figure out where you're landing and, and so people can coordinate the pickup of their pets? Right. Well, we go to regional airports or smaller airports at all these locations, and we do it on purpose. Um, I keep going back to safety, care, and comfort. We always are concerned about the safety of the pets, so we do smaller regional airports where we, the pets can get in and out quickly. The planes can, you know, that we can pull them right up to our pet lounge, and then the pets are not sitting on tarmac. They are not sitting waiting to take off. They get put right on the plane, and they go to the next destination. Also, for the pet parents, because of the pet lounges that are at these regional airports, they can just drive right up to our lounge like they would going to a vet or to a doggy daycare or whatever, and they walk right in. So it's not going through a terminal. It's not going through security. It's just really simple and as stress-free as possible, and uh, that's why we picked regional airports. So we go from, like, as you mentioned, Republic, which is in Long Island, and then we fly to BWI, which is, believe it or not, the smallest airport in the Washington, D.C. area, which is Baltimore, mm -hmm. Washington International. Then we go to Chicago Midway, again, a little bigger, but again, smaller than O'Hare. Again, we have a place on the general aviation side where the pet parent can just come right to our lounge, and our plane goes right to our lounge, so we can mm -hmm. move very quickly. And then we're up at Rocky Mountain, which is in Broomfield. Colorado, right, right outside of Denver, and then we go to Hawthorne Airport, which is about a mile and a half from LAX. That's a perfect uh, location for people flying into LA, right? Absolutely, absolutely, and that's why we picked it, and again, another very convenient and easy airport for the passengers and the pet parents. So I have a dog, and I'm going to, say, LA from New York, and my flight either gets in late or earlier or whatever, what's happening to my dog in route and then once it, the dog lands at the uh, Hawthorne and the LA area? Well, we ask that you drop off your pet two hours prior to flight, or at least. Okay. If you need to do it before, we're open and we'll accommodate. If you need to drop your pet off a couple of days before, we do work with our pet lodging facilities and uh, we can lodge the pets. And then the same thing happens on the other end where you can pick up your pet. You know, the, our lounges are usually open four hours after the flight to be able to pick them up. And if you're not able to do that, then we'll take them over to the lodging facility and you could pick them up from there. Okay. Uh, so we try to be as accommodating as possible. For some reason, you get delayed. There will always be somebody taking care of your pet and we'll make sure that they're taken care of. They're not just going to be left going around a um, carousel waiting for you to pick them up. That gives you a lot of peace of mind because when you're a passenger in a plane, you don't have the control. You can't say, hey, um, excuse me, uh, Captain, I really need you to get this <laughs> plane over there because i got to pick up my dog. He's got all four legs crossed. He's practicing kegels. I mean, really. So it seems like this is giving a little bit more of a peace of mind that hasn't ever been available before. Absolutely, because if the pet parent isn't there, I mean, we take the pets for their walks. We feed them. We play with them. We give them water. So we're taking care of them even if you're not there. You know, we will always check. So, so far, I mean, everything has been perfect. And as uh -huh. I can say, perfect. perfect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see the cat's face, you know, big dilated pupil saying, I'm what? I'm in this plane with these smelly dogs. But I'm wondering how, <laughs> have, have you been getting a lot of cats or what's the... Oh, we've what's been getting the, a tremendous amount of cats and it's been phenomenal for me huh? because it's just, it's 
fun. I mean, you know their personalities. They're completely oh, yeah. different than dogs. And it's just, it's, it's wonderful. Um, so, yes, we've had a lot of cats, and everyone's getting along well. It seems yeah. like, you know, we're running a good uh, airship. <laughs> there you go. This sounds like <laughs> you're like on uh, Star Trek there, Starship Enterprise. There you go. What, <laughs> any unusual types of dogs or cats or some of the, maybe if you can give us a weight variance on what you've had? Oh, let's see. I mean, from Burmese mountain dogs, we've had a couple Marley. Uh, I remember him very well. Okay. Uh, to, I mean, you know, Chihuahuas and Yorkies. Wow. Coming our way. Um, and all sides cats, um, from Mancun to, what's the tiny one? Now I'm oh, pretty. there's little ones. Uh, Singapore is the, actually the smallest cat. And there's other itty bitty. Like the munchkins. Munchkins, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the Singapore, that's, don't ask me why I know this feline trivia, but I do. <laughs> that is the smallest breed of cat. Okay, that's see, I learn something new every day. Thank you. I know. I can't wait for that on Jeopardy, you know? I want that to okay. be the final <laughs> Jeopardy question, and I'll bet the house. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Trebek, here she is. <laughs> um, what about uh, some of the special stories? Have you ever had uh, a flight for more than one pet, like a Brady Bunch kind of uh, arrangement or any unusual circumstances that you were able to accommodate? Oh, absolutely. We just had five, six, I'm sorry, six pets from one family. They were relocating from L.A. to New York, uh, wow. four dogs and two cats, and a bunch of chihuahuas in there as well. And it was just amazing. It was amazing. It was first of all, it was difficult for the pet parents because the whole family left. <laughs> and but they all just got along super well. All different personalities, and it was just nice to you know have them all together. And and you know they all we put them really close and sent them to New York, and they were happy on the other end. So reunited the family. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. To you know, happy stories where we've taken. Um, Poppy the dog who came from Afghanistan, a soldier adopted or found Poppy in Afghanistan and wanted him to come back to San Diego, Oceanside, and didn't have a way to get there. So we took Poppy from New York to L.A. to be reunited with the soldier, and we were quite excited about that. Wow. It was was really, really uh, very special. And we're planning on doing another one this week of another um, soldier's dog. Okay, so. that sounds good. Now I know you you have some alliances with some of the pet groups in the in the country. Is there a couple you want to give a shout out to or explain well, that? Right. Well, Dan and I really believe in saving pets, and we don't believe in euthanizing pets. So we are really into pet rescue and adoption. So we have partnered with Best Friends to take uh, dogs um, from different areas and, and cats and so that they get, can get adopted throughout the United States and they have an option to have a better home someplace else and, and more options. So we're quite excited about that. And we really, you know, uh, my joke to them is we want to put them out of business so that there are no more <laughs> uh, pets or animals out there that need to be adopted. So, and um, you're speaking of the Best Friends Animal Sanctuary in Utah, correct? That's correct, and Animal okay. Society as well, yes. So okay. they have a lot of legs, so you should check out bestfriends.com. Okay, that Great sounds organization. good. Now people are going to say, oh my gosh, how much is this going to cost me? Is it going to, you know, do I have to start saving um, dog coupons? Or <laughs> compare the prices of putting a pet on a commercial flight versus pet airways. We are actually price comparable. 
to mm-hmm. flying them commercially, offering a completely different service. I mean, you actually get service with us. I mean, you mm-hmm. get hands-on care, love, um, pet attendants watching them, caring for them, administering medication if necessary. I mean, we have a diabetic dog flying today. I mean, everybody mm-hmm. knows about that. You know, everyone's mm-hmm. aware throughout the route, you know, who's coming through and what their needs are. Um, oh, so, the, so, the, so the service is a completely different service, very hands-on and very caring, and yet we're priced comparable to the commercial carriers. So our fares start at 149 and go up from there. And you're booked for a while, right? We're booked for the next two months wow. uh, of flights. So we're hoping to add additional flights um, soon. But there is a great desire to fly on pet airways, and we are trying to accommodate everybody as quickly as possible, but to make sure that our standards stay the way that they uh, that we have set, and that's pretty high. I think that's sort of a good sign if you're booked for two months for an idea that most people didn't think could come off the ground. Yes, yes. See, so you have to believe, and if you know in your heart it's right, you've got to do things. And so we're really excited that we did and quite pleased and, and feel, again, humbled and excited that, you know, community gets it and has been supportive of us and wants to use our service. Okay. Well, before we say uh, bye-bye, is there any uh, other thing that you wanted to uh, let the listeners know? No. Just check out, you know, PetAirways.com. Let us know your feedback. Join our newsletter. I'm going to know what's happening and what our expansion plans are. And we have a lot of them. And we just want to hear from people. And um, really means a lot. And uh, we appreciate uh, the support. Well, I think you're doing a great job, and it's an idea that's uh, truly taking off. You know I had to throw all those puns in there. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's part of my mainframe, I guess. But I do want to, at this time, thank you, Elisa Binder, for uh, being on the show and the entire crew at Pet Airways for being our special guest and helping our pets travel in, a, in comfort with a lot of safety and care. I mean, those seem to be good hallmarks. At this time, also, I'd like to send a big pause up to my great producer, Mark Winter. He makes this show happen each and every week. And, of course, I want to thank all of you for tuning in. If you have any questions or comments or ideas for shows, just zip me off an email at arden at ardenmore.com. And don't forget to sniff around the uh, petliferadio.com site to check out some of the other cool shows we have. And if you'd like, if you just can't get enough of Arden Moore, well, gee, sign up for my free monthly e-newsletter. Just go to my main website, ardenmore.com, and click on that big paw on the homepage for newsletters. Simple and easy. So, until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words for all you two-, three-, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat only on PetLifeRadio.com.